Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here with Liz West. She is an unbelievable woman and I'm going to let you find out all about her. She's an intelligent personality and I am so looking forward to hear what that means exactly because I know this woman has incredible experience and she's a funny lady so let's hear all about her. Thank you so much for being here with us today Liz. My pleasure Randy. Don't put pressure on me to be funny. That's not fair. (laughs) Or intelligent. That's not fair either. (laughs) <laughs> that was not fair. I just thought I'd show up with, you know, and looking so, pretty. Um, yeah, so I, my name is Liz West, and I've been in television for about 20 years, I think, in Canada, uh, the ever exciting, changing world of television. I grew up in Oakville, had, um, you know, your standard high school experience, nothing special. Always wanted to get into television. Uh, actually, did not start in television. I, I started in working for a concert promoter, really big concert promoter, uh, by the name of Michael Cole, and I got swept up in that because I get to go. I got to go to a bunch of concerts for free. I knew I loved being around entertainment, the entertainment world, the music world, that kind of thing, and it was a really great working experience from a corporate standpoint because I, it was like. It was really like a family-run business. I think there was three partners, but it was run like a family-run business, really and truly, where uh, friends were brought in the fold and family members worked for the company. And I learned a lot about running, running a business. I was given a lot of opportunity in the corporate world. I worked with sponsors and all those things that really get were a nice foundation um, to... I guess, professionally. Uh, but then I realized at a certain point I hadn't followed my passion. My passion was to move into television. I studied communications, but not television specifically. Okay. And uh, like I studied journalism. So I wanted to, uh, you know, take off the one hat of working in the music business, the concert business, and focus on television. And I, I, I basically threw myself at everybody and anybody in the television business. I mean, threw myself. I would get a coffee for anybody, do anything, you know, not anything, but do a lot. <laughs> not anything. I would do a lot though to, uh, to get time with the professionals in the business and get advice. And I did end up interning. I actually had a cable show uh, I did a one-hour variety show on, on a cable station in Toronto, and that was really fun. Got my feet wet. I got to do anything and everything I wanted, awesome. including a, a segment on uh, a cappuccino and washroom review of restaurants. So every week I would go to a restaurant in the, in the, in the west end of Toronto, and I would order a cappuccino and use their washroom, and then I would review those things on my show 
which was really fun because I always think you can tell a lot about a restaurant's washroom, right? As long as your phone number is not on the door. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. No, sadly, I didn't make it on any bathroom walls. Uh, so, and then I, um, I got a job with CTV after interning for a few weeks nice. as a researcher and really and truly um, doing anything that was required. A producer there by the name of Mark McInnes gave me a break gave me a break because I would not leave him alone. I think that's why. And <laughs> from that point on, I, I interviewed, uh, I focused on entertainment, interviewed the biggest names in music and, you know, actors, directors, you name it, producers. Had a really great time doing that. So I, I covered entertainment for a long time, live for, for City TV, longer tape segments for uh, CTV, did morning shows, you know, I'm not going to go on and on and on, but really had a great time and covered like the film festival for six years. You know, I, I feel like I did everything I could ever want to do in entertainment. Uh, and then after that, I took a break from that, had a couple of kids, ran for city council a couple of times. Oh, wow. Okay. Came really close. Nice. Close, like yeah. a... 270 votes. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> really close. Really close. Uh, and I, I did a, a bunch of other shows. I worked for Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. I had a, a lifestyle show on W Network. I was a subject of a, of a singing show on W Network. Nice. So you're going to yeah. sing for us. <laughs> That's fun. I'll sing for my, uh, my podcast supper. Is that it? <laughs> Right. Uh, and then I started working on a show called Square Off, which is current affairs and really okay. shifting from entertainment and lifestyle to current affairs, which I loved, um, really enjoyed, you know, as a parent, you know, I don't know how many parents out there feel it's so cliche, but after having kids, I truly, and maybe it was aging, I realized there's more to life than the stars in Us Magazine or, right. or band. Uh, I cared more about education and healthcare and, you know, where my taxes are going and who makes the laws and why do they make the laws and justice and social justice and those kinds of things. Right. So I've had a really good time exploring that area, talking to experts, you know, really challenging people uh, uh, on, and, and, and trying to reveal as much as possible around the truth because I'm very nosy. <laughs> I'm, nosy, I'm nosy by nature so I think you have to be in the media yes <laughs> I, mean, I think people get into media for different reasons for me it, one of the reasons is I am nosy I am no right. I, like I, my parents would always say you know it's none of your business Elizabeth <laughs> it's none of your business Elizabeth like what do you mean why how how why what do you mean why not that was my favorite why not Mark and I, the television industry is shrinking right now. So my co-host and I took the sh our sort of the idea behind our television show and we turned it into this podcast, nice. uh, which is uh, like the show Square Off, more fun than that. So the podcast is called No Fun Intended. And we have musicians on sometimes too. So we've really, you know, gone, we've expanded beyond just uh, the stories that you hear in the news. Perfect. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's quite a history. That's me. Okay. You're talking about 20 years and I'm looking at you going, okay, I don't think there's 20 years of <laughs> hours in there. Like <laughs> That's very sweet of you. <laughs> very sweet. Aren't you nice? <laughs> now you look awesome. So that's fabulous. So you've had quite a career. 
Yeah, I've done a lot of things, had a lot of fun. Which is quite exciting. So it, it seems like everything just kind of transitioned. You already kind of knew what your passion was and it was a matter of really going after it. And yeah. you know, when you're talking about doing anything to get into the industry that you wanted to be in, you know, you didn't care if it was making coffee for somebody. No. You didn't no. care if it was no. answering the phones or whatever it was. As long as you're in that environment, and getting that experience, you know, there was no way that you weren't going to succeed. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I, I do. And I think that that's, um, people get stuck with what they, uh, what they think they're going to have to do that scares them or what they don't want to do, or this idea of being taken advantage of. I mean, there's a whole debate right now about internships, you know, is, okay. is an internship that's been going on for three months, is that still an internship or six months, you know, at what point are they replacing an employee? And uh, I mean, I always think that once your foot's in the door, it's what you want to make of it. And if you become someone that the company can't imagine operating without right they'll pay you you know they'll find a job for you they'll right. make it work or, or you'll be hired at some point down the road or they'll want to share you with someone who they work with you know there's always uh, a, a reason for going in there giving it your all really mm -hmm. and truly and just proving that you're valuable and don't sit back and watch you know the right. idea is not just I, I mean Sitting and watching doesn't is not. It's hard to learn from watching, isn't it? Yeah. To, to 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 actually get your hands dirty and do something. Exactly. Exactly. So that's fabulous. Like, I, you know, I love talking to people who just want to go after their dream because it can be really, really scary. So it shows that you know you're you you're okay with stepping you know out of your comfort zone. Yeah order to achieve what you wanted and you've had a fabulous career and still continue to in the industry that you're passionate about and so many people are stuck in that nine to five where they're building someone else's dream and here you get to enjoy building your own dream so it's yeah. a great message to give everybody out there that they can be going after their own dreams right well I mean, I know I worked with a cameraman who I think he was 40 and he said, you know what? I want to be a police officer. And he quit and he right. went down, he drastically went down in pay and he did the time uh, training and he is a police officer this to this day. And I have a, another friend who was a marketing executive. And I think she was about 45 and she said, you know what? I want to be a psychologist. Right. She quit and went back to school and now she's a psychologist. Right. I love those stories because yeah. this idea that you're only ever going to do one thing in life yeah. I think is, is really, um, I think there's so many arguments to be made for that not working for a lot of people. If you invest your time and money into being studying to be a lawyer or a doctor, I totally get it. You don't want to just, you know, quit that and try and reinvent yourself because of what you put took to do it. But wow, so many other professions that you might realize at some point, like I did when I was, you know, 30, I realized, wow, I like what I'm doing, but this isn't what I wanted to do. Right. I still want to do that. You know, and I'm just going to go tell the world this right. is what I want to do until someone listens to me and says, you know what? Okay, we'll take a chance. 
I love it. Love it. So I also hear that you are an author. Oh, yes. <laughs> what inspired you to write a book? Okay, so my husband and I have, um, we spent a lot of time working on our relationship and on communication. And communication is a big part of my life. I'm okay. a talker. I'm a listener. Uh, I, I, I'm very outspoken. Like, I believe in getting information out. I like to uh, do it um, on camera or even written. Okay. whatever so so my husband and i decided to write a book and i just happened to have a copy here it's called scratch your butts love it seven words get it that get in the way and and the reason we wrote it is we um we believe this and this is how we operate and we wanted to share it that's what we wanted to do so for example uh one of the chapters is called try to feed the dog and your dog will die okay well because anytime you try to do something, you're not doing it. Right. And, and so we've eliminated the word try mm -hmm. from our vocabulary. Right. Because it's forcing us to say something like, I will or I will not. Right. You right. Know, how many times if, someone's, if you invite someone, hey, do you want to, um, will you come up, let's, let's go to a movie Saturday night. And they'll say, oh, you know, I'll try. And right. immediately you're like, I got to call someone else. This yes. person's not going to pull through because, and it's, it's like an easy way to let ourselves off the hook from being authentic and it's, honest. It's, a, it's an impolite no. <laughs> you know, and no's okay. Like, yeah. we, uh, right. like I'm trying to teach my daughter about no. Right. She's, she's eight years old. And if someone wants to play with her, she doesn't know how to say no. Right. Right. I said, you got to learn how to say no, because it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I'd love to play with you. I don't want to play today. Right. You know, I don't yeah. want to play today or something. Another word we have is, um, what we have, there's a bunch. So I'm going to say, uh, always and never. I like those. So mm -hmm. always and never, you can always, you know, get angry at me when, or how come you never do this? As soon as we hear those words our back gets up, right? right? What do you mean, oh, I always do that? That's not true because two weeks ago, I remember the time I, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you end up starting to fight about the, the small details and what, in, in an argument, you're missing the big picture. If, so, you need, so it's about being specific. Most of the time, when you say you want to have me on your po podcast, <laughs> you, you uh, cancel. Not right. every you know, or, uh, you know, I, I, for the most part, you know, I, I get you on time and sometimes I'm late. I'm not always on time. Right. But for the most part, I'm on time. It makes a big difference, right? Like it's a buffer. Those extreme, um, definite, def, you know, choice of, uh, words that we use, get people's backs up. So it's all about how you maintain great communication. If you're having an argument with your spouse, or your friend, or even if it's a, especially in an employee-employer situation, mm -hmm. you know, as, a, as an employer, you know, say, Ralph, you're always late. Well, maybe Ralph's late a lot. Right. But he's not always late. Right, right. He hears, he hears always late. His back's going to get back up, right up, because he remembers how hard he tried to get to work on time, right. <laughs> you know, three days ago, and he made it. Uh, time and you're not acknowledging it 
things like that. Absolutely. That's a few, few of the work. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'd love to read your book. Where can people find your book? Where can they oh, get it? So, yeah, the book's available online. The easiest way is to go to scratchyourbutts.com. Scratch, I think it's .com. I should probably check, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> too, too many websites to remember. Scratchyourbutts.com. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to nofunintendedpodcast.ca, uh, or it's free on iTunes. Okay, perfect. That's awesome. I love that you get that message out there. That, well, one, that you guys wrote the book, because I think communication is probably the biggest issue in any relationship, whether it's a marriage or a business or a friendship or, you know, anything. Because if we don't learn how to communicate or to be able to understand how the other person understands things, or maybe yeah. there's trigger words for them, uh, yeah. if you, you know, if you don't start to learn that, then you can't have a really solid relationship with whoever it is, you know, and especially when it's a marriage or whatnot, that's why so many of them, you know, dissipate because we're not communicating properly. We're not communicating our needs or we're not, you know, giving the other person, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's huge. So, you know, that that's awesome that you guys actually wrote the book. And I think it's a fabulous thing to share. So again, uh, if you guys go to the website, if you want to give it again. Sure. It's scratchyourbutts.com. Scratch your butts. B-U-T-S. Seven words of in the way. You can also Google Liz West book, you know, and you'll find it that way. It's there's so many ways to find things, but that's how, the easiest way. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. Oh, the podcast is a lot of fun. I co-host with Mark Hebsher, the bombastic uh, sports uh, anchor legend, um, yeah. Mark Hebsher, and we have a lot of fun. We we look at what is in the news that is going to interest everybody. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, talk about our opinions. We get experts on to, to give expert information around those subjects, you know, whether it's a psychologist or a doctor or, you know, uh, someone who's a expert in their field of finance, whatever it is. And, uh, and then we have, we play games, we play silly games. Um, right. And we hope our listeners play along with us. And we have uh, artists on, you know, musicians, and they will perform sometimes. So, yeah, we have uh, a really good, you know, great collection of Canadian celebrities will join us and try, you know, try and take things to an area of conversation that might be unique. So well, that's fun. Sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. <laughs> so, Liz, what... What challenges do you see people facing? What's important to you? Like, I know you, obviously you see a lot of things out there, but I know you're really passionate about one of the challenges some people face. Do you want to talk to us about that? Yeah, I, I think what you, what you mean is the, uh, this idea of letting yourself or other people stand in the way of what in your heart is what you want to do. I mean, mm -hmm. it's very easy to sort of layer on all this 
stuff over that little candle or the flame yeah. um, that prevents you from pursuing it. You know, for example, when uh, for me getting into television, I mean, that's the kind of industry where people will say to you, oh, it's very competitive. Oh, you have to go to, you know, in the middle of nowhere to start out. Um, you know, have you taken acting? You know, uh, you have to know somebody in the business to get in that business. Right. All sorts of, of uh, you know, comments like that. And those are the kinds of things that I wouldn't let prevent me from following my dream. Um, and I wouldn't, also my own doubts, you know, my own insecurities about what you think, what we as people believe is the way it has to be or who the right kind of person to do something. There's nothing I like more than when I see someone uh, break convention, you know, mm -hmm. people having comebacks well beyond when they should like share or John Travolta reviving their careers. And it's like, where did that come from? I would never have seen that. Or, you know, and I'm thinking of actors cause they're public figures and it's easier that way. But someone like a Brian Cranston who, gets his big break, you know, when he's, I think he was 50 or, or there or older, you know, when he gets his big break, there's no, you know, the key is to not listen to those voices that tell you you can't do something or let other people dissuade you with their practical wisdom. Just, you know, just go for it. Just, just go for it. Someone's got to get the job. Someone's got to get the client, you know, why not you? It's like, it's like when you, you know, enter a contest, someone's going to win. Why not you? Right. <laughs> and you're so right. And I don't think people look at it that way. You know, they, they get so inside their head and yeah. start overthinking all these negative put downs or, or these subtle uh, comments that make you question yeah, why am I doing this? I'm not qualified. I'm, you know, maybe I can't do it, right? Yeah. And then they don't bother to try. Yeah. Oh, there's that word, try, right? <laughs> you, know, you, just have, you just have to do it. Like, it's just that, that's the other thing, saying, you know, oh, I think, you know, I'll, I'll try, uh, I'll try calling that person and mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll try, I'll try sending something out or I'll try making a demo or you know I'll try to find out more about that no 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 you know what try say the words I'm going to or I'm not going to and when you, right. when, you when you when it has to come out of your mouth that way it changes everything right. it changes everything I'm going to come to your party mm -hmm. yeah and maybe them saying it out loud oh it, absolutely right? absolutely will make a huge difference as well because then you're actually hearing what you're saying, right? When you say, I'm going to try versus I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm going to, I am going to, yes. Yeah, and make it happen. Yes, it's powerful. Words are powerful. They really are. But they also drive your actions, right? Absolutely. So if I'm going to try, then really I'm not going to bother attempting. Right? right, right. No, we all know what that word means. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, yeah. it means I'm, I'm really probably not going to. Like I said, if you try to feed your dog, I, I ask anybody who's listening, try to feed your dog. If you don't have a dog, sit down and then try to stand up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah.
Absolutely. It's so simple. It's just that simple. So what can, what tips or what can you um, tell people about getting over this hump? Like how do they get past all these yeah. environmental things coming at them? How do they overcome? So you have a strong personality. So yeah, they noticed. It was easier <laughs> to do it, right? It was so much easier. But not everybody has that same personality. And, and so, you know, is there something yeah. you can tell them to help them throw those things away? You know, like, how yeah. do they do that? Well, <laughs> one, of the, one of the tricks I use is I imagine what's the worst thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Yeah. Trying to imagine what's the worst thing that's going to happen. Good one. Make that call. The worst thing that happens is they don't call me back. Right. Also, also, uh, you know, people, and I'm a guilty of this, is sort of putting off, uh, putting off things because it's like, it's like they're, if you have, uh, if you have, if you're going to do something and you haven't done it yet, it's sort of like, I'm working on it. It's happening. Right. And it's the fear is that you, maybe you'll be rejected. If I send my resume and they don't respond, I'll be rejected. So I'll work on my resume some more and I'll, I'll really make it really good. And, you know, and, and, I, and I'll say to myself, listen, if they don't want to hire you, they, they, they don't want to hire you today. Like, like, what are you waiting for? Because there's nothing that's going to change whether you send your resume today or in a week. If they don't want to hire you, they don't want to hire you. So just send the damn resume and move on. Right. Right. Move on move on and just keep keep going keep plugging i'm a, a capricorn so it means i'm a mountain goat okay astrology and mountain goats just keep our little hooves just keep going <laughs> up the mountain right go slow and steady but um yeah just so what's the worst thing that's going to happen and don't don't uh, find 50 50 ways to keep stuck right Right. Okay. The resume is is the best it can be right now. Send it out. And if you come up with a better version tomorrow, great. Exactly. I love it. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I you know, I know there's a lot of people stuck out there or, or, or overthinkers and they get stuck in exactly what you're saying, right? It's no. not good enough. And I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna keep working on it. And and the end of the road is it never gets done. Exactly. Right. This book, this book, we, it took us like six or seven years. And every time um, we, the, you know, the, the book was edited and then my, I'd say, okay, to my husband, here you go, take a look at it. He would re-edit it. And then mm -hmm. I'd say, no, 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 you can't keep re-editing it. Right. We, you can't, he'd be like, oh, okay. And he'd say, okay, I just want to, you know, you can't, <laughs> right. You can't because there's always more that can be changed and edited and you always want to be better, a little bit better, but it's mm -hmm. okay. It's truly okay. Just let it go and move on. I'm a big move. Move on. I'm with you. So yeah. once again, give us the site for your book and the site for your podcast so people can follow you and join you there. Great. Well, I'm, I'm on Twitter, Ms. Liz West. And our, the book is Scratch Your Butts. So it's at scratchyourbutts.com. Uh, our podcast is nofunintendedpodcast.ca. And yeah, and, and I'm all over social media. So one way or another, if you want to find me, you can find me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. No, you're a pleasure to chat with and to, uh, you know, to learn from you. 
because, uh, you know, th that was great advice that you gave. So I hope everybody takes that to heart. Thank you. And, yeah. So thank, thank you. you so if you much. hated the advice, don't, don't email me. Email uh, Mark Hepsher. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. Very cute. So thank you so much again, Liz. And thank you, everybody out there for listening to this podcast. And please share, write a review. And uh, let us know what you thought or if you have any comments, anything to add. We'd love to hear your opinions as well. And I'm just so thrilled to be able to share these podcasts with everybody. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Thanks again, Liz. Thanks, Randy. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com.